everyone. Welcome to Zero Down Shots from the Economics Podcast of Miranda House. In today's episode, we will be talking about the relationship between capitalism and democracy. We have often hear people blaming gig economies and businessmen for losing their rights. Capitalism as an economic order has been criticized by world leaders like Vladimir Lenin, Martin Luther King Jr. and others. But before diving into others' belief, Let's understand what exactly is capitalism, how did it origin and how it has now become a concern for most democratic countries. Capitalism refers to an economic system which is based on the private ownership of the means of production. It is a decentralized and voluntary system where decisions are determined by owners for profit and is characterized by capital accumulation, competitive markets, voluntary exchange, wage labor, free markets, private property, and the recognition of property rights. The word capitalism was first used to refer to movable property, in particular livestock, derived from capital, a Latin word meaning cattle or herd. The Latin term later emerged in 12th to 13th centuries to refer to funds, stock of merchandise, sum of money or money carrying interest. The use of the term capitalism as it is defined today is initiated in year 1850 by Louis Blanc when he quoted what I call capitalism that is to say the appropriation of capital by some to the exclusion of others and Pierre Joseph Prandon in 1861 who quoted that economic and social regime in which capital the source of income does not generally belong to those who make it work through their labor it afterwards for all time got recognized as a term used to denote ownership of capital capitalism along with democracy is considered as the pillar of development and a heavenly order throughout the past two centuries both have proved themselves as the best way of economic and political order respectively the duo has manifested itself as the most organized and compatible form as a result of emergence of keynesian welfare state that is increasingly expensive interventionist welfare state that interfered with the capitalist economy by regulating stabilizing and equalizing it thus leading to coordinated capitalism a strong system of interdependence developed between the state and the market between democratic and capitalist economic institution leading to a regulation of economic actors elements of democracy such as workers council and codes of conduct for behavioral and organizational conduct of firm and workers have been embedded in the capitalist model this has led to democratization of capitalism model where along with profit oriented mindset conditions and concerns of workers and environment is taken into account firms are made obligatory to workers demand of clean and healthy working conditions minimum wages extra benefits along with the job and to share with employees part of the firm's profit along with keeping in track the environment around them by planting green belts and releasing treated air and water outside capitalism model has also led to increase in the profit of gig businessmen and thus contributing in increasing of gdp of the countries 
This has led to an increase in the size of pi, which will lead to more bigger share of pi divided among capitalists, workers and environment. Gig firms have supported the government by developing the areas in which they are based, by creating infrastructure roads, schools, electricity production and by providing employment to the people living around. This has made people better off. The golden age of capitalist democratic coexistence could be identified through fulfillment of people's need and increasing GDP and therefore called social market economy, an embedded form of capitalism rather than capitalism itself. But this is not true for all times, where sometimes both share a bone worth looking up for, they even become disastrous for most population. The basic logic of capitalism and democracy are fundamentally different and lead to considerable tension between the two. Both have different claims to legitimacy. Unequally distributed property rights on the one side and the equal civic rights on the other. There is a constant disagreement between profit-oriented capitalists and major decision-making democratic government. From the 1950s to the 1970s, Capitalism was characterized by a strict regulatory framework and the expansion of intervention Keynesian welfare state. In this way, it was directly and indirectly constrained in its independence and modes of capital accumulation, both as regulations and high taxes and social obligation. But since 1970s, capitalism order started challenging the democratic ideals. The outlook towards neoliberalization, deregulation, globalization and financialization changed the relationship between economy and the state. Many world countries turned away from organization, equality and solidarity as guiding principles towards favoring free market, productive inequality and individualism leading to an end of organized capitalism. The reason for such a paradigm shift was the failure of Keynesian welfare state, which led to the stagflation and unemployment. Free capitalism introduced in the past years was to lead to free societies, but capitalism in leading to binding up major population of the world with the support of elected political authorities. Together, they undermine two fundamental principles of democracy. First, the democratic core principle that authoritative political decisions can only be taken by those who are elected by the people of the country through constitutional democratic procedures. And second, principle of political equality, which was been watered down by the asymmetric distribution of socio-economic resources among citizens, keeping lower social class in the disadvantaged position. The increase in socio-economic inequality has led to asymmetric political participation. The dominance of the middle class is increasing and participation of the lower class is constantly decreasing in major countries of the world, including the gig economies. With regard to the turnouts, most countries lower class is largely excluded from political participation and the political principle of equality is undermined. That is, voting tilts the policy scales in favor of 
top incomes. The process of declining turnout and increasing societal social selectivity of the electorate has become even more prevalent in Western Europe over the last three decades, where it is slowly but steady in Eastern Europe, it is rapid and in the US chronic. It is high time that the world realize unleashed financial capitalism implies more problems for the functioning of embedded democracy than the capitalism that was regulated by the welfare state or Keynesianism. The in increased denationalization of the economy and the political decision making in favor of the big tycoons is going hand in hand with the increasing socio-economic inequalities. The more denationalization process and the more capitalism loses its social ties and turns into neoliberal financial capitalism, the more its negative effects on the quality of democracy, all other things being equal. There has always been a clear tension between the two. It is evident that capitalism can prosper in democratic as well as authoritarian regime, but democracy is and has been existing with capitalism by so far. Both the orders have differences, which is the bone of contention expressed in different relations to equality and inequality. The level of inequality that defines specific variants of capitalism and supposedly secures productivity and profit is hardly compatible with the democratic principle of equal rights and opportunities for political participation. Socio-economic inequality challenges the core democratic principle in participation, representation and governance. It is evident that the variants of capitalism have different degrees of compatibility with democracy. The coexistence of two has strained since few years because of new liberal European concept forcing their implementation, that is tax reform in favors of companies, capital income and the rich and deregulation of labor and financial markets. These changes led to a significant loss of parliamentary powers. In the crux, the type of capitalism we need for the world to be governed by is not less as fire, where private individuals are unrestrained, but social capitalism, the demands of businesses for favorable government intervention and government's incentive to intervene in the economy go hand in hand. Michael Moore has pointed out correctly that capitalism is against the things that we say we believe in democracy, freedom of choice, fairness. It is not about any of those things now. It's about protecting the wealthy and legalizing greed.